Hello and welcome to the Kangaroo English Podcast. My name is Christian and today is Friday, the best day of the week. <laughs> Definitely the best day of the week. Um, now, today I am going to answer a question that I received from from one of my followers who who asked me, how can I learn to speak faster? And I think it's an important question because um, for a lot of people, they have the idea in their mind that fluency is associated with speed, right? That if you can produce a hundred words a minute, then you are more fluent than somebody who can produce only 20 words per minute. And this raises all sorts of interesting questions about what fluency really is, what fluency means to different people, and if speaking fast has any relation to being fluent. But before we can talk about any of that, we need to talk about Pixar. So Pixar is the animation studio that is responsible for films like Toy Story and Up. And of course, they have a huge team of animators and artists and sculptors and who, who work on their films. And the head of the art department, one day he went to a meditation class and the, the person who was teaching the meditation class asked the, the class to visualize a sphere floating in front of them, like a ball of energy. And this, this guy from Pixar, he slowly realized that he couldn't do it. That when his eyes were closed and he tried to imagine a sphere, all he saw was black, nothing. And, and this is actually a test you can do yourself at home. So you can just uh, sit and close your eyes and try to imagine a red star. Now, some people can imagine this red star very, very vividly. They see it like floating in front of them as if it was a real thing. And for some people, it's so vivid that even after they open their eyes, they can still see the star floating and they can, they can trace it with their fingers in the air. But on the other end of the, of the spectrum, there are people who see absolutely nothing. And then there's everything in between. Some people see a little bit of a star, or maybe they see a star, but it's not colored red, or they see an outline of a star. But... Those people who see nothing have a condition called aphantasia. And incredibly, aphantasia was only first described and named by scientists in 2015. So only five years ago. And I actually personally have aphantasia, which means that even though I close my eyes and I try to imagine a star, I see nothing. And what's really interesting about aphantasia 
is that it only affects about one in 50 people, although it's not clear because there has not been a lot of research about this, but it's, it's, it's seems to be a very rare thing, but it doesn't seem to have any effect on people's creativity or artistic ability because the guy from the meditation class, the Pixar guy, he went back to work and he did a survey of all of the animators and the sculptors and the creative people who worked at Pixar and discovered that, uh, you know, one in 50, about, about um, 3% of the, of the people suffered from aphantasia, but this didn't affect their work. Now, why am I telling you all this about, <laughs> about aphantasia and picture uh, and, uh, and, and imagining things in your mind? Because <clears throat> language is about transmitting messages. And those messages that pass between people are based on information. And people think that this information is stored in language, right? So to have an idea, first you need to be able to describe the idea. You need to be able to make sentences in your mind or maybe even if you're, if you're debating a complicated idea, maybe you're even having an imaginary conversation in your head, you know, in English or Spanish or Turkish or whatever your native language is, you're having this conversation. People have this idea that, that the language that you speak is the same as your thoughts. But that's not true at all because we know that people who have um, either no language abilities because of some type of... Um, some type of birth defect or other disability or if or for people who have lost their language abilities through some type of accident which has injured their brain even though people have no language ability they can still solve problems of logic they can do puzzles they can do reasoning they can do all aspects of thinking without any language at all so language and, and, and thought are, are not the same thing. They're completely separate. Although sometimes they seem similar, right? Similar to people who have aphantasia who can't see images in their mind. That doesn't matter. That doesn't stop them from being amazing uh, painters or, or, or sketch artists. So when we're using language, we're not transmitting words, right? We are transmitting information. And this information exists in the human brain, but not in language. And now we can start to talk about this question about speed, about talking quickly. Because another thing that a lot of people have in their mind is that um, some languages just 
are spoken faster than others, right? It's like people who speak Spanish, wow, they speak so quickly, you know? It's like, ba 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 ba. Um, or maybe people who, you know, from, from Australia, for example, who speak English, well, they speak really, really slowly. Maybe compared to even Chinese, right? Who are, who are speaking so quickly. But there was some research from 2019. And the researchers looked at 15 different languages from nine different language families. So they looked at Basque language, Indo-European, Japanese, Korean, Uralic, Turkic, and Sino-Tibetan. So very, very different languages, very different ways of, of using, you know, verbs and nouns and grammar structures and vocabulary, really completely distinct languages. But they discovered that the information that comes out from, from all of these people across the different languages, the information comes out at the same speed. So a person who's speaking in Basque and a person who's speaking in Mandarin and a person speaking in English, the amount of information that comes out is exactly the same across all of those languages. Okay, not exactly the same, almost the same. And so what it means is that different languages have different, different ways of encoding that, that information. Some have extremely complex uh, verb systems. Uh, some have very simple verb systems like English, but they are complex in different ways, maybe with tones or with the quantity of vocabulary. All languages have different ways of encoding this information, but the speed of the information is very, very similar across all languages. So what does it mean to speak fast then in English? Well, you cannot compare speaking fast in English to speaking fast in your own language, because remember that what you're producing, the words and the sounds of English, have nothing to do with the information and the ideas that are coming out of your brain. And another thing to remember is that you are not going to change your personality just because you're speaking in another language. <laughs> I, I always find it incredible when, when people say to me, oh, you know, in English, I would never um, be able to talk in front of a group of people. Or in English, I would never have the confidence to go to somebody at a party and say hello. But the same people would never do that even in their native language. So it's, it's important to remember that you're not going to suddenly be a different person. Your personality is not going to be different just because you're learning a different language. And you can't have unfair expectations of, of how you're going to behave 
just because you're you're speaking a different language. I read this amazing um, tweet recently about mono monolinguals and, and bilinguals. And l- let me read it for you now. So bilinguals are not multiple monolinguals inside one body. So my expertise varies across different languages. I speak and in my particular abilities of speaking and reading in each language, they are fluid and change with time and the intensity of my interaction with speakers. So maybe you know your English is, is really hot right now. You've had lots of practice. You're feeling good. Your confidence is high. But maybe it's not. Maybe you're a bit rusty or maybe you're just beginning to learn English and you are not going to be able to express yourself in the same way equally in all of the languages that you that you speak. And so to get right back to the original question, how can you speak faster in English? You have to speak more <laughs> because um, speed comes with practice. But saying that, there's two things to remember. The first thing is, do not compare the speed you speak in English with the speed you speak in your other languages, because English has a different way of encoding information. And the second thing is that speed is not always the goal. Fluency is not at all related to speed. There are plenty of famous um, and, and, and highly educated and incredibly beautiful language users who speak really, really slowly in English. We can't measure fluency by speed. And if you ask me who I would prefer to talk to, somebody who produces a hundred words a minute, but I have problems understanding them, their communication is not clear, or speaking with someone who produces 10 words a minute, but clearly communicates and I understand everything they say, well, the choice is very clear as to who I would like to speak to. I want to speak to somebody who has the ability to communicate their messages in a way that I can understand, because that should always be the objective in language learning. Less focus on speed and more focus on successful communication. I'm Christian, this is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class.